So, so what happened? I'm gonna touch the door. <laughs> or the thing. The mercurial thing. This is basically a demonstration of what just happened. I'm gonna touch it. Okay. <laughs> As you touch it, the rooms flare. Welcome to Dice Therapy. You feel as if your body has lurched forward and slammed to a stop. And as your eyes adjust to this room, there are mirrors on all of the walls at jagged, uneven intervals. Scattered about before you are statues facing all different ways, all different types of people, noblemen, peasants, farmers. In the center is a large glyph. On the far wall, there is a doorway. Around the doorway are inset crystals. The glyph's right in front of me. The mirrors are extending further back. All on the walls. Mirrors that are kind of irregular in the way they're facing, so it's not a smooth okay. polish. I want to go look <laughs> in the mirrors. It reflects you, and you can see all the statues behind make you. faces. <laughs> <laughs> You're making faces in the mirrors. Yes, I am. And I kind of want to look and see, because I remember the barbarian saying I had something on my neck, and I just want to, like, yep. look, because I know that it's been hurting. You don't... I can't see... You can catch a couple of the mirrors that are angled just right so that you can see your neck. And you do see that you have a birthmark back there, but it is not currently doing anything unusual. Okay. Okay. Mm. I guess I'll go step on the sigil. Okay. Roll me a d4. It's a good thing we leveled up before this. I'm and slept. And took a nap. A three. And you did. Everybody's getting right. I know. <laughs> what is this? So take three points of damage okay. as you feel this energy drain from you to light up this glue. And as you're standing on this glyph, the eyes of all the statues begin glowing and beams of light shoot out of them, hit the walls and reflect in different directions all over the room. And when they hit you where you're standing, it's starting to burn you in this intense heat and pain. Blinding light burning into your skin. Great. You don't have good luck with your skin. No, I don't seem to. Okay, so is there like an opening or anywhere where I could go or to like not? Yeah, you can step out of the room and oh, you can okay. be out of the one of the beams of light. Okay, and one of the beams of light. Oh, every, every statue is shooting and they're all bouncing all over the place. So you found a pocket. Okay. You can say, make me a stealth check as you're finding this pocket. Roll me D4. Four. Ooh. So okay, so bad you're, right you're moving, searching frantically for some place out of this yeah. burning light mm -hmm. and take four points of damage okay. before you finally find a spot out of the burning light. Hidden. Okay. None of the statues are looking directly at you or okay. your reflection. Yay. So I don't know if you would let me do this, but I know with minor illusion, I can create sound. Mm -hmm. Can I create a sound high pitch enough that it might break the mirrors? Hmm. Yes. That way they can't reflect off of them and hurt me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So um, to do damage, I would say that you would need to do that multiple times. Okay. Cantrip. It's a cantrip. So I can so do it. So you would have to slowly. Yeah. And 
from where you're at in mm-hmm. the safety of that mm-hmm. shadow that you found, mm-hmm. you can slowly cast minor okay. illusion around, cracking these mirrors so that they don't reflect light. And in the dust and debris from these cracking mirrors, the beams of light are definitely solid as they streak out of the heads and strike the wall. So you can see these individual beams. Okay. So there aren't any lasers shooting at me. I kind of want to go look around the statues and see. Make me an investigation check. Okay. So one. (laughs) Why? Oh. (laughs) You're focused on one statue. As you start to move, get around to the statue, but by the time you've gotten to it, you're a little ah, trying to see it, and your eyes are just a little distorted from all the light blindness, if you will, and you're you're having trouble focusing on the statue. Okay. Hmm. I don't like my lantern of revealing, just to see if it would help at all. You pull that out and strike it. It flares with a little bit of a green light. Okay. before changing into a normal flame. Okay. And as you shine that around the room, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Okay. During our darkest moments, we must focus to see the light. This phrase echoes through your mind. And your eyes have now focused, so go ahead and make me another investigation check and make it an advantage because you've got these words kind of okay. going through your mind of... I feel like this is a pity because I just rolled two ones. <laughs> you just hurt mine, so don't feel that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm scared. It's in our darkest moments, we, sh- we must focus to see the light. Do we need to do a cast party? I I got a 17 plus, it's a, is it investigation yes. though? Okay, so 17 plus 7. No, easily. Okay. All of these statues, the heads rotate. <laughs> so that you can aim their gaze. Okay. And focus them on the something. Light. So seeing focus that, what would you like to do? Light. I would like to go move their heads to focus their eyes on the crystals by the door. There you go. So as you start moving these statues' heads and twisting them and turning them, each to a different crystal around the door. Each one of these crystals light up. And when you hit the last one, this mercurial door opens up and you step through. You stepped through a doorway and you found yourself in a large chamber, floor of still water, only broken by smooth stepping stones. The stepping stones lead deeper into this vast chamber of darkness. And the field is black, but it's dotted with these motes of light that seem to drift down from the ceiling. And they twist and turn around each other and spiral in some sort of large, almost pattern that you can't quite make out. The motes are reflected by the still water as you're stepping across the stones, moving deeper in, and it, it gives the illusion of walking across the night sky. Each step leads you closer to the center, and the four figures that you have been traveling with become evident lit by these motes of light as you move to the center of this chamber. Each figure seemingly a glow from a mark on their form, cheek, neck, 
arm. And standing in the center of the space, surrounded by a slowly spinning universe of light, a figure manifests and takes form. It floats before you. Delicate features are hinted through the face, but the entire form is a reflection of the spinning motes of light. You see yourself reflected in the shape, and gone is your equipment, your weapons, your clothing, and your flesh. You appear radiant, composed of thousands of tiny motes. Glancing towards the others, they appear the same way with the only variance in their form being a group of brighter motes forming on the mark or the sigil of a constellation on their body. My children, a voice echoes out, matronly, full of love. It gladdens me you have made it here to the echoes of your past so that you might prepare for your difficult future. You are each stronger than you know, for in your veins flows stardust, each of you a light and power the darkness cannot overcome as long as your spirit holds true. You are the material incarnations of a star from a heavenly constellation linked with ancient magics. Each of you diverse in nature, but linked in a common goal, a common side in this coming conflict, the side of light, of life, of hope, a hope made manifest by the fate through the will of your individual patron stars. The Spectre. What is your name? Scarlet Nightlatch. Often said to be an ill omen, the Spectre sees the blood harvest, the slaughter of animals for the coming winter, a grim reminder of death and a season's start of bitter cold, but a reminder to the order of things, a prompt to remember those who have gone before, to enjoy and cherish life, warmth, and each other. Guarded, hidden, they're difficult to read, but can break into furious fits of passion when provoked or stirred. Oh, nice. Perfect. <clears throat> My children, together you will shine brighter than you can apart. Use your light to reveal your opponents and spread hope to the world. <laughs> For against you, there are the host. As you are incarnations of the stars, they are incarnations of the darkness. When close, you will sense them, and they you. Beware the corruption they spread, the misery they feed on. Their cold hearts of unlife will never be satisfied. The voice falters as if strained or in a slight pain, but it continues. My starborn, left here are the echoes of your past, memories and emotions of days gone by. Do not let this past define you, but use it to guide you. And the figure reaches up towards the motes of light, grabs on its hand, and spins it towards And as it does, all the other motes can shift and follow suit. And these motes of light surround and join with your body and the motes of light that make you up and you grow stronger from it as this flood of emotions and memories and everything just washes over you. A past life, no, no, past lives of all this happening. Waves and waves of it. You can't focus on each individual one because each individual one would be like a drop of water and this ocean wave is hitting all at once, overwhelmed. But one memory does come to surface. 
You stand in a ritual summoning chamber. chamber. Hooded men lay exhausted and gasping for breath around edges of glowing arcane symbols. Dust falls slowly from cracks in the ceiling and walls, shaken by the crashes of heavy catapults and strong magics that pound at the structure's defenses. I say a silent prayer they hold strong. Stepping forward, I peer into the arcane circle, looking past the mages, searching for signs of success. Glaring back at me through burning eyes, I see the visage of a noble brow, a hooked beak filled with razor-sharp teeth and four wings stretching from the back of a seven-foot-tall, well-muscled frame whose powerful legs end in jagged talons. Who dares summon an attempt to bind Pazuzu, Prince of the Aerial Kingdoms? My memory blurs as others fight for space in my mind, a flood of emotions washing over me, and then the memory becomes clear once more. Let our deal be complete then. The archdemon laughs with wicked glee. I can feel my life draining away. It was all part of the contract. The deal had to be struck. As I grow weaker, I know my struggle in this cycle is now over. Soon I will rest again. But first, I wink at the archdevil and crack a slow grin, enjoying the bewilderment that crosses his face. No! The archdevil screams as I feel him invade my mind. Weakened, I cannot keep him out. Starborn? exclaims Pazuzu. You have not won. No, your soul is now scarred. Asmodeus demands it. His words ring in my mind as well as my ears. My body begins to twist from muscle spasms. I feel my bones crack. My skin burns as if all of me was aflame. My spine arcs, and in this twisted state, I see a tail growing, which means by the pain in my skull, I now have horns. I can feel them growing out, but despite all the pain, I cast a defiant glare at Pazuzu and force a smile to my lips. I saved the entire city. It was well worth the price. My children, each of you bear scars from your past, each of you bear pain, but know each of you are more than the total of your scars. Now go. I will buy you some time and grant you aid when I can. But remember, when things seem darkness, that is when stars shine brightest. Figure embraces you, and there is a rush as you feel yourself move through space. And you're standing in an empty chamber with the doorway out to a spiral staircase that you recognize as a spiral staircase you came down to get into where you're at.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, leave us a tip, or give us a comment. We would love to hear from you. DiceTherapyAP.Pinecast.co